Welcome to Digitally Creative. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me this week is no one. Unfortunately, my guest got sick and she couldn't make it this week, but she will be here next week. Um, we've already confirmed everything. She's definitely going to be on the mend all week, and I hope she gets better very soon. I'm not going to tell you who the guest is because you never know, but she is coming next week. She's um, She was very apologetic, and I feel very bad for her. Plus, I'll be honest with you. I don't particularly want sick people on the podcast. I mean, that stuff travels digitally, like right over the internet. Haven't you ever heard of computer viruses? Yeah, you could stop groaning now because it just doesn't get any better than that. But I decided to take the opportunity this week to do something I don't get to normally do on this podcast, which is feature a few YouTube channels that I really enjoy that are art, creativity, or just really good content creators. And all of that stuff is stuff that I like to watch. So when I was coming up with a list of people that I could share with you guys who you may or may not already know about, I was trying to come up with people who hadn't been on the show. That was requirement number one. So I don't want someone you've already heard from here. Just go, hey, look, remember Peter Brown? Yes, everyone remembers Peter Brown, right? So I wanted to come up with a list of people that haven't been on the show, and none of these six people have been on the show. Somebody I haven't already mentioned in the past, which is also important to me because I don't, like I said, I wanted to turn you guys on to some new people, but these are people who I haven't had a real chance to talk about, even as thing of the week. And number three, I wanted them to have a regular upload schedule. Now, one of these people doesn't necessarily have a regular upload schedule, but their work is so amazing. It's worth the wait for their uploads. So, um, and I'm pretty sure he's uploading on other platforms, but that's neither here nor there. Point being, I wanted this to be something unique, not just the same rehashes of me telling you how amazing, you know, all the people you already know and watch are, because there's a lot of overlap in this community where we all watch a lot of the same people. So if I can turn you on to somebody new, I feel like I'm doing something much more important for you than just showing you the same things you're probably already watching anyway. So let's get to the list. Um, yeah, let's just get right into it. The first person on the list, um, the YouTube channel is called Bellamina. Um, Bellamina, I think her real name is Mar Marissa. She is an artist, a young artist. Um, as as Kathy said, she looks like she's about 18. And she's probably, at best, mid-20s. Like, she's very young, but she's very talented. And she has a really great camera presence. And she does a whole lot of interesting stuff. Um, mostly, well, you know what? I'm going to let her tell you what she makes. Because... She actually has it on her about page on YouTube, which is very nice. By the way, that about page on YouTube is kind of important, guys. If your YouTube channel doesn't have an about page, it actually says anything about your channel. You may want to rewrite it a little bit so people know what they're watching. But her about page says, I make stuff and I talk about stuff. Sometimes I do that at the same time. Draw Your Journal by Bellamina. That's her book. Um, sewing stuffed animals, finishing childhood art kits, painting, squishy makeovers, top chef squishy makeovers thrifty flips and makeovers wreck this journal and create this book um and she she her upload schedule says sundays at 2 p.m eastern and she pretty much is dead on the money every week 2 p.m eastern um her videos are a hell of a lot of fun they're very light they're very there's no heavy duty hardcore deeper messaging it's just a really good art video um one of the things i love about her videos she's been doing she did a while ago um, she hasn't done one in a while, but she did a while ago a series of doing her, redoing her childhood 
um, art kits. And when you see her do them, you realize how bad these art kits actually are. She had been stashing them away for years and years and years in what was going to become her renovated studio. And those art kits have basically become fodder for the YouTube channel, which is great because she found a whole bunch of them when she was renovating her new studio and decided that instead of just throwing them away or passing them along, she was going to finish the ones that she never finished. And when you see some of them, you totally understand why they never got finished. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, we get a lot of parents, you know, they want to encourage their kids with art kits and craft kits. And those are great, like for the most part, but some are just not that great. Um, she's done a few where it's like, and she's actually said this in the videos and it's fun watching it because of this, but she'll do something and she'll be like, this is a kit designed for an eight or a nine year old. How is an eight or a nine year old going to actually get this done? And I could totally understand where she's coming from. I mean, I see some of the kits and go, that's not a nine year old kit. Like that's something I would struggle to do. So the videos are great. Her personality is great. The end results, you know, like any other art channel, some are amazing some are just good some are not good but she'll be bluntly honest she'll actually tell you up front if she likes something or not and her channel is just a lot of fun it's a light fun art and creativity channel and i think there's a place for that where somebody can just do art and have fun and not get caught into the land of crazy navel gazing about art and creativity which a lot of us are very, very guilty of looking at the deeper philosophical questions about art, creativity, making, who's an artist and all that. How about just go make some art and do something cool, maybe share it with people so they can see what you're up to. Let's just keep it simple. And that's what she does. And that's why she was my first choice for this week on this list of six art creativity YouTube channels that I really enjoy. Number two, is someone who I, I might have talked about once as a thing of the week on Because We Make, but that notwithstanding, it's just he's such he's so good at what he does, and he's literally the best I've seen, as far as I'm concerned, at what he does. His name is Brad Colbo, and he is a professional artist and illustrator, but that's not the cool part. The cool part is he reviews technology for digital artists and creatives. That's what he does. And when I say technology for digital arts, digital artists and creatives, you might think cameras and that kind of, no, not that kind of stuff. Pen tablets, um, pen tablets, um, iPads, Samsung Galaxy tabs, like, you know, phone, you know, digital tablet type devices, uh, phones with tablet drawing art functionality and those kinds of devices. That's what he does. And it is awesome to watch his reviews because he doesn't just talk about the expensive stuff. Like a lot of these channels get caught in a rut where they're only going to talk about super expensive, latest and greatest. And, oh yeah, the expensive stuff's amazing. We love all this stuff. Of course you do. It's the most expensive. But what Brad Colbo does better than anyone else is he gives a fair shake at the low end of the spectrum, which is interesting because some, for some people, you know, I might be a power user, you might be a power user, but for some people, the lower end of the spectrum is often enough, if not more computer slash processor than the average person needs. And he's done some really good reviews on off-brand tablets. Like everybody knows of Wacom, 
in the Cintiq line because that's the best, right? But he does um, um, Huey on. He does reviews on the XP pen stuff. He did a whole roundup of just regular drawing tablets without screens, which most people don't even talk about anymore because they're not high ticket and exciting. But for most people, that kind of tablet is actually all you need on your desk to get started with digital art. So Brad Colbo is, to me, an essential channel if you're getting started in digital art and trying to familiarize yourself with the software and hardware and how you can dip your toe in the water without making a huge financial commitment because he does always talk about all ranges of prices. So if you're on a budget, he's probably got a piece of hardware that you can find. And he also has a really good website that is a companion for his um, YouTube channel. So the website actually has all the reviews, you know, somewhat summarized, a link to the video, and then links where you can purchase the product. So if you're into this stuff, that's a really good place to get started. I would highly recommend checking his YouTube channel out. He's also really good on camera and he has a really engaging personality. So you don't feel like you're watching stereo instructions when he does his thing. Next up on the list is a channel I just got exposed to through suggested posts on Instagram. Oddly enough, I had never seen this guy before. But you, um, YouTube hadn't suggested him to me, which was kind of strange because he'd be right up my alley. And YouTube kind of missed the mark on that one. But he did. He does. How do I describe what he does? Well, I'll let him describe what he does, actually, because it's better that way. His, the channel is called Dwayne Shoots Toys. And it says, I'm a miniature artist and action figure photographer based in Edmonton, Canada. My art incorporates themes of video games, music, pop, sports and pop culture from the 80s and 90s. I use crafting techniques like 3D printing, sculpting, and painting to build fun and unique dioramas for my action figures. You can check out my work on social media under the handle Dwayne Shoots Toys. He just recently dropped a video that has 307,000 views on it. Um, he has 488,000 subscribers, so I'm not like cracking the whip. I'm not cracking some crazy undersubscribed person that no one's ever heard of before. The guy has a pretty good size audience, but he did um, a diorama called when the Ninja Turtles ordered happy meals at McDonald's. And it's basically the new updated Ninja Turtles figures in a McDonald's diorama with a level of detail that is absolutely insane. Mind blowing. Awesome. Um, his, his attention to detail is as someone who gets really uncomfortable when details are off, like, I don't know, maybe it's a spectrum thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I can look at something and something would just not look right to me. It drives me crazy. And he gets all of that stuff right to the point where he obsesses over those little details the way I would obsess over those little details. And I feel like there's a kind of kinship there for me. So Dwayne shoots toys. His last video was a month ago and his last one before that was well let's just say it was quite a bit longer than that but i do i do think that he's worth your following um it's just it's so good it's so good i loved i had so many nostalgic feelings when i saw the ninja turtles thing and watching him put together all the packaging and the inside of a early like it looked like i'm pretty sure it was in 80s i'm not going to watch the video while i'm talking to you but it was like an 80s mcdonald's 
So he had all the details nailed. It was really, really cool. So definitely check out his YouTube channel. He's not going to overwhelm your feed. He's not a huge uploader, but the stuff is just so cool. You have to check it out. Um, the next YouTube channel is a fellow New Jersey guy. Um, Cause you know me, I love, I love New Jersey guys. Um, I happen to be a New Jersey guy and I am a Jersey boy, contrary to what Kathy will tell you up and down that I'm a Brooklyn boy who transplanted to New Jersey. No, I am a Jersey boy until something changes. Um, that being said, uh, the channel is called V West life, all one word. And he talks about what I love about this guy. You, you, you know, when somebody's doing a thing where they found their niche, like, and they're doing, they're talking about something that's just like so exact and so specific that no one else would talk about this, but they're interesting because they're passionate about it. So this channel, uh, V West Life, talks about, and I'm going to read his description, but we'll elaborate a little more on it in a second. It says, demonstrations, reviews, and tutorials about computers and electronics, also featuring stereo equipment, electronic gadgets, classic video games, cars, radio, videography, and more. If you enjoy my videos, please subscribe to my channel. Okay, so V West Life, you could just go, oh, okay, so he's like an, a tech channel. And he kind of downplays what he does best because what he does best is obscure old tech. He just recently had a, what was called TV for the blind, which was really, really cool. It was a whole video about this one, about this class of devices that used to be made by a couple of manufacturers that would essentially give blind people television without the screen. So they were they picked up the audio feed off of TVs and you dial it the same way you dial a TV, but instead of getting a picture, you would just get the audio from it. And how these devices were super popular, um, why they faded away and why they stopped being made, so on and so forth. Um, a couple of days ago, he just did a video on jukeboxes having records of silence because people were annoyed that every diner they went to had a jukebox that was blaring all the time. So they allowed you to buy silence so you could throw a quarter and well, probably a nickel at the time in the jukebox and just play a record of three minutes of silence, which I think is absolute genius. But that's the kind of stuff he talks about. He literally talks about literally everything, but old and obscure is where he focuses. And that's where he's really in his wheelhouse because he'll turn you on to things that I promise you, you have never heard of or seen or if you did, you saw it on a counter in some, maybe your grandparents' house and were like, what the hell is that? Um, but he's really good in the retro tech space. He reminds me of, if you've ever seen the YouTube channel Techmoan, Techmoan is actually one of the biggest YouTube channels in that space. He's a lot like Techmoan, but way more obscure and much less focused on pure stereo equipment. Um, Tecmo tends to lean almost exclusively on stereo equipment or music stuff. V West Life, he talks about radios, televisions, really old and strange computers. He just had um, a bookshelf PC on. And that's like, well, that's not that big a deal now. But this is an old bookshelf PC. And it literally looked like it could fit on a bookshelf. It was just really cool seeing all the old stuff that he does. And he's a really good presenter. Some of the videos are 20 minutes. Some of them are 10. He's one of those guys that the video is as long as it needs to be. And that's exactly 
my kind of guy. Next up on the hit list here is Catherine K, who goes by Catnip on YouTube. And she does a, basically a weekly vlog. I don't think she's done anything but her vlog in a very long time. Um, she does a weekly vlog about her small business. And, you know, you guys know if you've listened to this show for any length of time that I love the small business vibe, the small business um, discussion, people, how to grow your business, watching other small business owners do what they do. And she has a thriving small business in the UK called Catnip Studios. And she basically makes kawaii art merchandise. And she's constantly coming up with new designs and refreshing stuff. She has like characters that she's made over the years that have become the characters that she's known for. And when she makes new stuff, she includes those characters in her stuff. And she has a very, very cool aesthetic in her studio. Her studio looks amazing. And considering how many times she moved, she's moved it just in the time I'm watching her, that's quite an achievement. But her channel is absolutely fantastic. She's very cute and engaging and upbeat. Even when she's down, she's up, one of those people. And I think that's kind of another thing that the world needs a little more of, a little more of that upbeat happiness type stuff. So she does... Um, she does her daily vlog, uh, weekly vlog. No, it's not daily. It's weekly. Um, she does her weekly vlog. She puts out, she puts that out, um, let's see, a day ago. So this was, today is Monday. So she puts it out somewhere around Monday, let's say, every week. And she puts out just, it's like 20 to 40 minutes, depending on what needs to, what needs to be said in the vlog. And, you know, you'll get to see her design process, her product development process. She tests a lot of stuff on her vlogs. Her vlogs are actually really interesting. They're probably more interesting than I'm making them sound. But I would say definitely if you haven't already checked her out, you totally should because she does really good work. And, well, she's pretty likable. And likable is a rare quality these days, isn't it? And the last on the hit list um, is a channel that I started watching. I started watching a bunch of fixing channels a while ago um, because I wanted to learn. I wanted to get better at fixing electronics, particularly. So I started watching a lot of fixing channels. And one of the channels I started with was called Northridge Fix. He is in Northridge, California. And you basically, he fixes literally every electronic thing under the sun. He fixes computers, PlayStations, Xboxes. Um, he, I've literally, I don't think there's an electronic item that I haven't seen him fix or can go back in time and watch him fix. Anyway, he's one of those guys that he's one of those guys that just fixes whatever comes across his transom. And in turn, you learn how to fix the stuff. And I have learned a ton watching this guy because he doesn't just do a thing. He explains the what and the why. And a lot of YouTubers that do electronics fixing, are good at this because they understand that people are watching because they want to learn. He's probably one of the best. Plus he has a really fun personality. He's, he's kind of a jerk, but in a good way, like he talks about comments he gets on his videos and people, you know, if you've ever done any content creation on the internet, you know what the comment section of most videos, posts, Instagram posts, whatever you're doing, what the comment section can actually turn into. So He's very, very, very good at doing the, quote, internet thing. Um, 
I love watching him explain obscure techniques for finding problems with electronics, stuff I had never thought of. Um, I've learned the importance of having a thermal camera when fixing electronics. I wouldn't have even thought of that as one of the pieces of equipment you would want. And he uses it in almost every fix, microscopes, the right way to flux when you solder and so on and so forth. (coughs) So if you are interested in electronics in any way and want to learn how to fix them or get better at fixing them or even learn just why why you do things the way you do them because that's sometimes with new people in electronics like i'm not new to electronics um but i am relatively new to troubleshooting discrete components on a circuit board in electronics that's something that i don't have a ton of experience doing no matter how much experience i have with actual electronics and learning how to troubleshoot these problems and you know, I know how to work a multimeter, but now I know how, to, I feel like after watching channels like his, now I feel like I really know how to use the multimeter the right way to get the most out of it, to not just check for continuity and make sure this trace works and check for resistance and make sure this resistor isn't blown and so on and so forth. So if that's something you're interested in, he's worth watching. His videos, another one who the video is as long as it needs to be. Some of his videos are seven minutes long. Some of them are 20 minutes long. It all depends on what he's fixing and what he's trying to accomplish with each fix. And I've seen him fix some things where he started out and he was even like, I don't know that we're going to be able to fix this, but we're going to film this anyway and we're going to see what we can do about it. And I don't think I've ever seen him fail at fixing something that was fixable. I think most of the stuff that he's failed at fixing over the years has been stuff where like if he was repairing a Nintendo Switch, it has a bad CPU. Well, that's not something you can fix. You know, if it's a chip that he could take off a donor board, he can fix that. But if it's, you know, something major that needs a custom part, that's not always fixable. Other than that, the man is, (laughs) I don't want to say Rain Man because that has connotations with it, but I do think there is a certain amount of Rain Man level focus that goes into um, his videos. And I love his channel. And I definitely think you need to be checking him out. It has hit that time of the show where we get to thank the people who support this show financially. And those are the people that keep the lights on here. And as you can tell, the lights are on. Well, that's an open window, but you can tell that the lights are on because I am not in darkness. Actually, you can tell that the lights are on because I'm recording. And if the lights weren't working, well, this computer wouldn't be recording, would it? Anyway, the people that support this show financially are... Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, Scott Orham from Daddy Yourself DIY, Ed Swanson from Ed's Clocks and More, Nick Birchtold from Birchtold Design Build, Tori Decker of Tori Did It, Jake Drews of Make With Jake, Megan Chris from Onyx Designs Woodwork, Christian Neary from Warren Works, Ken Madden of Mad Case Studios, David Wood of DW Woodbuilds, Dean Duplantis, Chris Raley of Route 9 Signs, Jeff Stein, aka A Weird Guy, who, not to divert too long off the people that support this show financially. However, if you haven't seen what Jeff just made on his rotary CNC, the skull lamp, and you haven't been following my Instagram or his, you need to go follow a weird guy on Instagram and check out this lamp that he made. It is unfreaking believable. It's one of the coolest pieces of art I have ever seen. And frankly, I think if you made him a good enough offer, he might sell it to you. You probably should make an offer on it if you like it, because there ain't going to be another one. Um, <clears throat> Kim and Garrett from Kim and Garrett Make It, Rory Langefeld of RLL Woodworks and DIY, 
Robert J. Keller, Brian Arsenault, the Seven Hills Maker, Dave Bauer of Dave Bauer Art, Donald LeBlanc of Fun with Woodworking, Ross Cave, Jeremy Spees, Grant Alexander of the Clamp Podcast, Brad Harrison of Brad's Customs, and Billy Poulton of Poulton Projects. These are the people that make this show possible week after week, and I appreciate them tremendously. If you have the inclination, you can head over to vincentmferrari.com slash support and support the show that way, or leave a review, share the show. Um, I've been getting some really good guest suggestions, and obviously, if it's somebody I don't know that well, I have been doing my research, so to speak, and finding out if they're, they would be a good fit for this show. So even if you sent it and I haven't used it, doesn't mean I won't. I'm just digging in to see if they would be a good fit. So you guys are sending in some great stuff, and I appreciate that. But write a review, share the show, do something, put the show out there, even if you can't support it financially, which I know is not for everyone. Believe me, if anyone understands about not being able to support shows financially, it's me right now. So all of that to say thank you for whatever you do to support the show and help it grow. Before I move on, I do want to make one little minor announcement, and that announcement is this weekend. As I'm recording this, it is September 19th. On Saturday of this week, 2 p.m. on nomoregamesradio.com, I will be doing yet another power hour for the radio station. So, And this one's going to be really interesting to music geeks out there. Um, I don't want to give away the whole concept, but let's just say it heavily involves transitions. And I'm very excited about being able to do this. Um, I haven't finished the playlist and the recording yet, which that is what I'm going to be working on today and tomorrow. And I'm going to have that done, but it will be on on Saturday at 2 p.m. So definitely go check that out. And of course, if you like music at all um, and you're always looking for something to listen to, something different that you may not already be listening to, check out No More Games Radio. Um, I know I might be biased because my amazing fiance is one of the hosts and one of the managers slash co-owners of the station but you know what it's really worth your time they do great work they are wonderful people and you should definitely be supporting them and that's why i do power hours with them because i like giving them content and um it's also a hell of a lot of fun to be a music dj instead of a talk show host (laughs) um and the last thing i wanted to talk about before i get out of here this week is um I put it out there on the Discord, and the review, the the reaction is kind of like, yeah, you're probably not wrong. It, it doesn't seem like there's strong feelings one way or the other. But here's here's what I'm putting out there. I am thinking about not doing thing of the week anymore. Number one, it's kind of hard to explain to a guest what it is because most guests don't understand it. Um, it's 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 hard to explain to somebody what thing of the week is because then they think there's because. I don't have rules for it, right? It's whatever you're interested in at that point in the week when we talk. Most people don't really get that. They try to pigeonhole it into whatever it is that they're doing. They try to make sure it fits the theme of the show or whatever. And I try to make that something that it doesn't have to be rigidly related to the show. But it's tough to explain it to guests. Number two, honestly... After all these years of doing the show, it's starting to become a slog where every week I'm like, what am I going to do for a thing of the week? It used to be really easy because there was a lot of stuff I could talk about, a lot of things. But it's getting to the point now where I'm just kind of scra- I'm Not that the stuff is bad, but I'm just struggling to find things that are worth talking to you guys about. So I'm thinking about not doing it anymore. Um, I'm, I, I don't know that anyone would actually miss it. Um, one of the reasons I don't do the carousel posts for me and the guests on Thursdays on Instagram anymore is because they literally got no traction. 
which is fine. It's not something that everyone's interested in, but I'm putting this out there to you. If you have strong feelings one way or the other, definitely let me know. Um, everyone here knows how to contact me, where to find me. Let me know if you want me to keep doing thing of the week. I'm probably not going to bother. Um, unless there's some major groundswell of you should keep doing this. It's the best part of the show and you're an idiot for not doing it. I'm probably going to stop doing it because it's just a hassle to try to explain it to people. And I'd rather just take that little bit of formality out of the conversation um, with my guests. I'd rather keep the conversation as conversational as possible and not pivot onto that with a hard left turn every week. So let me know. Let me know. I'm open to suggestions. Um, But as far as anything else, that is going to do it for this week. And I know this is a short show, but it's always a short show when it's just me, guys. That's the way it works. Um, I will be back again next week. And like I said, the guest that I was supposed to have, I was supposed to be chatting with today will be here next week. And I'm very excited to talk about her because she's been a huge influence on me and my career and my desire to pursue a certain career, whether she knows it or not. And of course, I'm going to get all mushy and tell her that when she's on the show. So don't miss that because you know how I really, really love to get mushy for you guys. (laughs) Until then, have a great week, everybody. And I will chat with you next time.